Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of God cast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that podcast, that community, that happy place where all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God come together to high-five one another, and we are fresh back from Megacon. Yeah, Megacon! That's right, we still smell like old comic books and overpriced convention food, and we are here to tell you everything that you need to know about the Megacon outreach this year. My name's Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the areas of our faith and our fandom, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself. Sitting across the table from me, she is a punk rock pirate, traveling the world in the seven seas, your friend and mine. Please give it up for the incomparable Alexandria Marica. Hello, friends. There she is. Uh, Sitting next to her and keeping this party going, he is often imitated, but never Thankfully, successfully duplicated. <laughs> he is the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hola, America. Hola, hola Neff. <laughs> it's me, your Spanish boy. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's cultural appropriation. I, oh, no. Sorry, JK, LOL, soy blanco. He's, hey, hey, no, no. no. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, what 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 Nev meant was that he's he's not full span. He's just span-ish. <laughs> oh, I see span. <laughs> I hate. I didn't want to laugh at that, and I hate that you made me laugh. At that. Oh, here we go. And coming up next. He's one of the best guys you'll ever want to meet unless you're on the wrong side of a PvP match with him. Would you give it up for my friend, Jamaican Ollie? Irie. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that answers my next question. How's everything going? Uh, Pretty good. (laughs) Everything. Be right, Irie. Uh, Over in the booth, pushing all the buttons that keep this bucket of bolts flying, would you please give it up for own resident smart guy, Nick, the engineer? Hello. Hello, Nick. And crawling her way out of the Sarlacc pit that is Atlanta, Georgia, because <laughs> you can't keep a buoyant bib down. Would you please welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast far sooner than I thought she would ever be here, <laughs> Julia Cameron Colazzo. That's right. I'm buoyant, baby. <laughs> Coming out of my cave. I'm, I'm doing, doing just, just fine. fine. I don't know the rest of that song, actually. <laughs> you were like so ready though. I was. Hi everybody. I'm 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 visiting. I'm uh-huh. visiting very very soon after having left. Oh, well great. And and there's the bright side for us. <laughs> oh. uh, we would love to know how you're doing tonight. Maybe you can introduce yourself to us. The best way for you to do that is by connecting with us across all of the social medias. Kids, tell us how they can do that. Wherever there's people online who love Jesus and nerdy stuff, the Nerd of Godcast is there. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. Become a supporter of this ministry at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. You also can subscribe to our daily nerd devos on your favorite podcast app or on your Alexa. 
Finally, join our online small group, The Nerd of God Squad, on Facebook by using nogsquad.com. The Nerd of God Squad. Share some memes and live your dreams. Aw, sookie, sookie. Now, let me give uh, just a quick second to shout out to some amazing people. Would you guys mind if I just shout right quick? Shout, uh, brother. Go I'm ahead. I'm afraid of shout loud it. noises. Let me, okay, I'll, I'll quietly shout then. Okay. Mm, fair enough. Soft shout. Here we go. I want to give a shout out to our Patreon sponsors. Woo! Woo! Patreon. When we come back from MegaCon, you know, this is an expensive event, and we came out of pocket quite a bit. I'm not going to lie. We went to MegaCon, and uh, the Talavera family, my wife and I, we spent... A whole, whole lot to make Megacon happen, and that's okay. When when you look at the opportunities that we've had in the ministry that we had, we're going to be talking about that in just a little bit. It uh, it definitely makes it worth it. But um, but it was amazing to get out there. But it was not cheap, and uh, we're so grateful for the wonderful uh, family members out there in our Nerdy God Squad that helped us to take care of that uh, with their generosity, and uh, no one deserves to be shouted out more than our Patreon sponsors, who are part of the financial blessing of the Nerdy God cast on a monthly basis. So if we want to give a shout out real quick to Scruffosaurus, Sam Abadi, Keaton Cannon, Chris Herman, Kyle Johnson, one of our big time producers, Rodney Cannon, Caleb Ardoin, Bradley Taylor, Andrew and Christine Whiteside, Matthew Black, Joanne Monroe, Ashley and Francisco Ruiz, Ryan Felton, Scotty Higa, one of our big time producers, Stephen De La Rosa, Darren Scott, Carrie Wright, Nerd of God cast Patreon legend, Joshua Chalk, Christian Zadek and Kevin Wilganowski. You can be a part of that awesome uh, pantheon of heroes by going to patreon.com slash nerdygodcast for just uh, as little as a, a few dollars a month. You can get inside information, early episode releases, exclusive content. In fact, our live podcast that we did, our panel at Megacon, is posted right now as of this moment on patreon.com slash nerdygodcast. Exclusive. Exclusive for our Patreon. That was, that was a fun recording. It, it was, was. You know, we had no idea what to expect. Yeah. And, uh, and and for you to find out how it shook out, uh, visit patreon.com and consider becoming a sponsor today. Patreon.com slash nerdygodcast. We love you the most. So let's talk about this. What are you geeking out about, playing, thinking about? What kind of nerdy stuff are you really into lately? Hey, man. What are you really into, huh? (laughs) Alexandria, what have you been into lately? There's a Korean drama that I'm watching right now called Little Women. And I thought at first it was going to be like a very cutesy kind of like Korean drama, but it's very intense. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't Little Women like a a book and they... It's not that, though. No. Like at all. And that's what I kind of was like. Little women, is but Is there a Korean. character named Joe? That, that was exactly what I was about to ask. <laughs> and why is Joe the only one of the little women I can think of right now? I don't know. She's, she's astonishing. That's why. <laughs> she's the biggest little woman. That was the musical theater joke I just made. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Julia. But the storyline... Dragging culture into oh front gosh. of our dead corpses. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the storyline is really well thought out. I'm just so surprised by the twists and the turns. You think... I'm somebody who will watch a show and I'll be like, I know exactly what's going to happen. I love being able to like figure it out. I couldn't with this show. And I loved that I couldn't figure it out. Okay. That's cool. It's a really, really good. Is it appropriate for families? I would say maybe older teenagers. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the, the kids might not get as much out of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's Alexandria Marica endorsed. Uh, not necessarily Nerdy Godcast endorsed, but Sorry. I'm never going to watch it to check her uh, her work. So, yeah, <laughs> just take her word for it. Uh, <laughs> Neff, what are you really into, man? 
You're not going to be a fan of this. Uh-oh. I already know. <laughs> wait, wait. Is it? <laughs> no, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you what I was going to say because it's not. It is also not children appropriate. Oh, no, you guys. I probably, I we got to calm like, down. I know. I know. It's been a long but time. But it is something from my childhood. Okay. Uh, I have so far. Put, Little chocolate donuts. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Not appropriate for all ages. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, I have put 60 hours into uh, a game. Uh, okay. I haven't played it in a while because I've been too busy and I can't put time aside for it anymore. Mm-hmm. Put 60 hours into Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, is it? Uh, is it good? It is really good. Yeah. It is one of the best open world games I've ever played. It's it's up there for maybe my favorite game of all time. Really? Wow. It is really phenomenal. If, oh, wow. If someone is not a, a Potterverse fan, can they get into it and enjoy oh, yeah, it? yeah, absolutely. It's accessible? Yeah, it's because it's set 100 years before any of the Harry Potter stuff happens. Okay. So it's very, it's very, it's own, very much its own thing. That's cool. But it is so immersive. So if you are a Harry Potter fan, I'm sure there's lots of nuggets, Easter oh, yeah. eggs, things lots like that. Lots of them, lots of them. A lot of cool lore to learn. It's it's a lot of fun. What are you playing it on? My PlayStation Five. Oh yeah. Better believe it. Better believe it. Okay, cool. Very cool. Uh, Ollie, what are you really into, man? I know the answer to this one. Okay, well, actually, you don't. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Oliver Gale, full of Whoa, surprises. Hey. I've been. Uh, I didn't watch it first run, but I I'm watching the whole uh, Defender series. Uh, nice. So Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica uh, Jones, Jessica Jones, and uh, I just finished the first season of Iron Fist, and I understand why a lot of people said <laughs> I shouldn't have watched it. It's possibly skipped over it. Yeah, but uh, it, I'm enjoying my my uh, my lunchtime now at work because okay. I, I, I get a chance to watch an one episode a day, basically. And I uh, just started watching uh, Defenders uh, uh, this evening, the first episode. Nice. One of one of my favorite things, to, and, and look out for this in the show, I, it's it's cheesy, and it's not like, oh, this is high art, but I, I really enjoyed it. Each of the characters in Defenders kind of has their own color palette. So Iron Fist is green, Daredevil is red, Luke Cage is yellow, and Jessica Jones is kind of purple or blue, you know? Yes. And and the thing and that's kind of that's kind of their vibe from their characters, their comic book costumes, whatever. So anytime you have a scene that's focused primarily on a particular character, the hue, the color palette of the scene will shift. So because you're jumping back and forth from four stories. Yes. So when you're in a Daredevil heavy scene, lots of reds. When you're in a even if they're not in costume. If you're Iron Fist heavy theme, lots of greens. But the coolest thing is once these characters kind of start crossing over, there's a great scene where it's Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all of the lighting in the background is like a really stark like red and like purplish blue. And it's it's just cool the way that they set those scenes up, very comic booky to highlight the characters. It was one of my favorite parts of the show was the visual direction of the show. All um, right, I'll and, definitely look for that. Yeah, Although, it's, uh, it, also not for kids. Yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah, 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 definitely not for kids. Agreed. It's it's a, it was it was not a game changer as far as like raising the bar of quality, but it was a lot of fun to kind of see Avengers, but on a street level, you know, yeah. like like yeah. The, the superhero team up and, and come together because those characters really are very closely knit together in the comic book. So yeah. it yeah. was fun to see the them. Punisher, sort of come together. 
That's that was cool. it, that was very interesting. But the Punisher wasn't wasn't in Defenders. He wasn't. No, I never watched Defenders. Uh, clearly, <laughs> I, I got I got like a couple do you, seasons. Do you remember that time when Mr. Fantastic came in and he was all stretchy? In the <laughs> Defenders? No, that didn't happen. Either. <laughs> Dennis Rodman was in it. Right? You remember when the Dixie Chicks came in and they were all like, "We hate George Bush." In the Defenders, that was great. <laughs> and then they changed their name to just the chicks. Just the chicks. Just the Wait, chicks. that was the most random thing you could have said, and I'm so glad you did. That was wild. The Defenders really was everybody that wasn't in the Avengers coming together. And then Spongebob. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. That's not Lawrence Taylor and SpongeBob. Who's an actual Defender. <laughs> oh, uh, and then boy. the arcade machine, Defender, was yeah, just there. Uh, yeah, cool, 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 cool. So so it, my disappointment is that you didn't talk about the newest uh, of the Destiny 2. Oh, yes, of course. I am. I'm definitely playing that. I've definitely put a, a lot of hours into it. Um the new power strand is uh, there is a learning curve. I, I'm trying to understand it and uh, play it. I'm, I'm a hunter main. So, of course, it's going to be a little bit different for anyone else who's playing uh, Warlock or Titan. But, uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that as well. That's uh, awesome. When I have time. If people uh, want to play with you, how would they how would they seek you out? Oh, yes. I play on Xbox, and uh, but it is a... Um, uh, why am I blanking? Cross-platform? Cross-play. Thank you. Yes. And uh, my name is Over Your Dead Body. It's, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> dang. <laughs> Go off, Oliver. So that's O-V-R-U-R-D-E-D-B-D-Y. Because when you're that hardcore, who needs spell check? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I use many words when little word do, do trick. trick. <laughs> SeaWorld? Yes. My, my, my username sounds so go- goofy. <laughs> Mine's Never say never. <laughs> no, that's like awesome. Justin Bieber. Like never what's happening? So, so mine. When I signed up for my PlayStation account, I, um, I, I, I didn't know that I was signing up for a PlayStation Network ID. I just wanted to to download Crash Bandicoot for my PSP. Right. So when they told me put in your uh, username, I didn't know I was putting a, a like something I was going to have to see all the time. So I just put something kind of like a stupid, you know, generic thing in there. And that when I got my PS3, it was like here's your username, and I was like crap, and I was stuck with that username. Well, Sony finally gave a chance a couple years ago for you to change your name. So I changed it to the thing that I like to use, which is the T-O-N-Y-T. T-H-E-T-O-N-Y-T. And it's cool, except for there's no space between V and Tony T. So it just looks like Thet O-N-Y-T. And I don't know why I'm Thet O-N-Y-T. It looks like something that that Scientologists test for. (laughs) Thet over New York transportation. That's right. Thet O-N-Y-T. Julia, you've been in in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Tell me that you've done something interesting since you've left us. Uh, like things towards like acting. Yeah, I started taking a class. Yeah. um, For acting, that's cool. I um, got, um, what's it called, a year pass to the Botanical Garden. Nice. Ooh. Why are you laughing at me, Tony? You're a plant nerd now. Yeah. Also, I was going to say something that I've been nerding Horticulture, about. Horticulture, baby. Uh, baby. I didn't know Atlanta had a botanical garden. They do. It's really, it's baller. And then also, I was going to say something that I've actually been nerding about. I was prepared for the question. Please. Okay. So I'm almost finished with season three, which is the final season of this anime that I've been watching for a very long time. It's called Fruits Basket. You oh. literally have, since you have first come onto this show, you've been talking about yeah, you powering your Fruits finished, Basket. I've never finished it, So what, what do you do when the Fruits Basket is empty? Huh? 
<laughs> she switches over to Veggie Tales. Yeah. She goes from one crisper to the next. <laughs> I'm almost done. That's it. All right. Well, we look <laughs> we look forward to seeing how it ends. It's wild. Already. Very very cool. Um, lately I I've been I wish it, it's been Easter season, so I've been super super busy and not able to do a lot of stuff. But I have been reading my Marvel Unlimited app because I've been nice. going through some old comic books and uh, reading a limited series on Doctor Doom. I did a, a Fantastic Four series. Just lots of of great reading. If you haven't uh, geeked out and gotten Marvel Unlimited yet, you get a ton a ton of comic book content. Yeah. Uh, for for a fairly reasonable price, I think it's takes out to be about five bucks a month and you get basically the entire back catalog of Marvel comics from the past 70 years. Uh, and then, uh, but I, I have been playing, this is, it's a dumb game, right? Like when it comes to like, you, you think, oh, I want to play like a fancy game that has all these people and whatever. But this is just a game I'm just having pure enjoyment on. And it's uh, Sackboy's Great Adventure. Yeah, that, that's Sackboy's on Big Premium Adventure. Plus now. And it is now. So Lismati actually got it for me for my birthday, I think, oh. in, in 2020. And um, I never played it. <laughs> like, I played it, like, for a couple minutes. I didn't play it a lot. And you want to know why? why? Because for I'm a purist when it comes to playing video games. I like owning a game on discs. Right. I don't like buying digital games because I want to own the game on physical, shareable, disc-based games. Um, media but I also don't want to get up from my chair and put a disc in there when I want to play the game ah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. so it's like dang it man so I, I just kind of got out of the habit of playing it but I put it back in uh, a few weeks ago and boy it is just a really pure fun beautiful creative clever fun 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 game single player or multiplayer so it's fun it is fun Oliver oh, okay. don't let me understate that and then uh, there's a couple <laughs> levels that are mandatory multiplayer levels so you, you cannot even attempt to play them by yourself, you have to get a friend to play them. So my wife and I have been playing them late at night together, these Ooh. multiplayer levels. Aww. And I will tell you this, yeah, you say aw because you've never played a two-player game with my wife, <laughs> who has zero time for your bullcrap <laughs> if, <laughs> if you do not play the way she thinks that you should be playing. And uh, it's, it has caused more fights than fun, fun, fun. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we, do, we have fun playing it, but boy, we've, we've discovered a lot about each other. Wait till as, you guys get to It Takes Two. Yeah. Oh, Nick, Nick, what have, what have you been doing for fun, man? Um, I have been watching uh, the Star Wars verse in timeline order. Ooh. Okay. So on Disney Plus, they have it listed out in timeline order. Right now, I'm on the uh, second season of Bad Batch. Ah. Nice. So I've made my way through Clone Wars and the fir- the prequel trilogies, and um. So w- up next is after that is Rebels, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, Rebels is so good. I enjoyed Clone Wars. I, it, it was pretty good. Which I don't know if we're going to talk about uh, the Ahsoka show, which is coming out this summer later on today. But if you haven't watched Rebels, you need to watch Rebels before you watch Ahsoka because Ahsoka looks like live-action Rebels. They're bringing yeah. a lot of these animated characters yeah. into live-action well, now. The main villain, I think, is Thrawn. He is he is in it in the, according to the trailer, but there's a lot of characters too. You have a lot. I mean, um, I don't want to spoil anything. Some people don't want to see the trailers because they don't want to spoil. So I'll, I'll leave it be. But uh, there, I saw at least three top level main characters from Rebels in uh, Ahsoka. So that's cool. I, so, I've never seen Rebels, so I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be just kind of like a kiddie show. 
I like it. I li- I honestly, hot take, I like Rebels more than I like Clone Wars. Mm, that makes mm. me See, I want to finish Clone Wars just to have a little more context because I know there's some characters from Clone Wars. I think that when you get into Rebels, you really start unlocking the Dave Filoni version of, of Star Wars because you're not seeing Dave Filoni continue the lines that George Lucas drew. You're, you're watching him create kind of his own version of it and it's 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 pretty cool anyway i won't say anymore um we let us know what you're really into on the social medias we'd love to know what you've been playing what you've been reading what you've been geeking out about and uh, i think that's pretty awesome in fact i think that might be uh the best but not the best thing ever because now it's time for us to talk about the best Best thing ever this is our best thing ever vehicles edition and tonight 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 is our final round. Heck yeah. And here to tell us who made it to the last round after our semifinal face-offs is your friend and mine, Alexandria Marka. Take it away. Guys, the semifinals were absolutely crazy. I was so surprised that these cars made it to the semifinals and that some of them didn't make it through. But first... In the semifinals, we had the DeLorean. Yeah. Against the 89 Batmobile. See, now this is one of the ones that I think that, like, that could have been the final round because those are so iconic. I honestly think I probably had at least the Batmobile in the final round. But well, there were so many Batmobiles in this thing. There were, <laughs> yeah. I think there was at least three. The odds are that a Batmobile was going to make it to the end. Right. You would be so surprised to find out that the DeLorean. Yeah. Narrowly beat the Batmobile, oh. eighty nine wow. to eleven. Wow. wow, which is not really that narrow. No, 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 no. Really. that's 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 a, that's a smackdown. In the other half of the semifinals, we had the Ecto One mm-hmm. against mm. Kit Knight Rider, which Woo-hoo. I love Knight Rider. I but do too. mostly because I liked the new Knight Rider, but uh, everybody hated the, me for the that Mustang so. one. Yes. Yeah, wow. there he is. Oh, Who do you guys think won though out of Ecto One Ecto and Kit? One. I mean Ecto One. Ecto One. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Mean, Ecto One. You guys are right. Ecto yeah. One crushed Kit actually, as he oh. should. So now in our finals, we have the DeLorean mm-hmm. versus the Ecto One. Oh. oh, I think that's going to be an absolutely crazy matchup. What do you guys think? Eighty-four versus eighty-five, I baby. Mm. That's tough, man. Is it Dang tough? It, I don't know. I don't know how I would it's choose. It's got to be the Ecto-1, right? It doesn't. It's the DeLorean. No way. Bro. It's, it's going to be, be the DeLorean, DeLorean The Ecto-1 sure. has a gunner seat. <laughs> the Ecto-1 is the Ecto-1. It's the a DeLorean. Cool. The Ecto-1 is rad. They're ready to believe you. I True. don't know. But if you guys want to find out who the winner is, you guys have to participate. And you can do that by finding the best thing ever pool. On the Nerd of God squad, yeah, on our Facebook, Facebook small yeah. group. So feel free to check it out there and let us know who you guys think or what you guys think is the best, best thing, thing ever. ever. Just think. Ec- that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Delay. Echo. Delay. Just think. Just think. Real quick. I just want to say to the voters out there, uh-huh. the Ecto-1 is there to help fight ghosts. Yes. The... DeLorean is there to ruin your entire lineage. (laughs) (laughs) To to help you hook up with your mom. Yeah. Oh, Oh, no. So do what's right, America. (laughs) (laughs) Can I also say that at Megacon, I did take a picture of the DeLorean. 
that I didn't take any pictures of. Oh. Ollie, come on, man. That Dang. was solid. Just it saying. is more iconic. Uh, can I just say this? Okay, so I collect mm-hmm. one-sixth scale action figures or 12-inch action figures, and I bought the Hot Toys DeLorean and uh, with the Doc and the Marty. I did not buy the Ecto-1 because the Ecto-1 was completely sold out and I wasn't able to. Oh. So now you have no idea where I'm coming from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so oh, speaking, no. speaking of ghosts... Uh, here on the Nerd of Godcast, we have uh, we've dug up some bones, and it is time for us to travel back in time, if you will, travel back, and uh, and to bring back an old feature. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, for all the news that you can use what? for all the fonts you'll ever want. Really would you please welcome my friend and yours, Quentin Gregory Neff, with the Neff News. Wow. Fairly unbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. Today's news is brought to you by Mimes. Mimes? Mi- yeah, Mimes. Why aren't they telling us? <laughs> <laughs> and here is your news in nerd culture today. Three new Star Wars films were announced this week. One will deal with the, da- with the dawn of the Jedi... Another will focus on the new Jedi Order following the events of Episode 9. And a third will bring together all of the Disney Plus shows like The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and Rangers of the New Republic. This movie will be directed by Dave Filoni, creator of Clone Wars and uh, Rebels. Rumors state that Filoni had a conversation with George Lucas about the ability to create good Star Wars content, asking... Is it possible to learn this power? <laughs> <laughs> to which Lucas replied, not from Kathleen Kennedy. The Super Mario's Brothers... M- what did I say? <laughs> oh, hold on. Sure. Whoa, the Super Mario Brothers <laughs> movie debuted this past weekend to much fan acclaim and box office success. Due to this amazing response from fans, studios are now looking at the next great video game movie adaptation. Ooh. In fact, it is rumored that Illumination has hired Chris Pratt in the role of a lifetime as Echo the Dolphin. What? <laughs> Not really. I just. <laughs> you can totally see them doing it now at this point, right? Oh my god. Speaking of people who are literally in everything now, it's been reported that a live action remake of the critically acclaimed anime film Akira will be directed by Taika Waititi oh. and is moving forward with production. I'd like to open things up in a new segment of Neff News called. Neff asks yous on Neff News. Ooh. So I'm going to ask you a question. What anime or animated series needs a live action remake? Alex. What? Wait, repeat that. What anime or animated series needs a live action remake? Anime or animated series? The people want to know, Alex. Oh, I was unprepared for this. Um, I'm getting This is the raw, uncut story. The scoop. (laughs) Julia. Hey Arnold. What anim- <laughs> hey Arnold? Yeah, that'd be hilarious. How that, would they is, get- wait, is Hey Arnold an anime? It's an animated, an animated series. Oh, okay, so we're really oh, we, we also need okay, an anime version of Hey Arnold. We need an anime version. That would be great. 
Uh, why, why? <laughs> I want an anime version of the entire Nickelodeon universe. Ooh, yes. Oh, that's a great one. All right, Julia, second question. Oh, we guess. Uh, what's your social security number? Uh, <laughs> it's beep. All uh, right, very odd. Uh, Tony. Yeah. What anime or animated series needs a live action remake? What needs a live action remake? Trigun. 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 Vash the Stampede, Nicholas Wolfwood, post-apocalyptic cowboy redemption story. That's great. That's great. And a, a follow-up question. What's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> Neff. Oh, I knew it. Ooh. Oliver. Mom. Oliver, Oliver, Oliver. The people want to know. They've been clamoring for weeks trying to find this out. What anime or animated series needs a live-action remake? Oh, my gosh. A live-action remake... The Super Friends, the goofy one. <laughs> yes! With, with the twins. Yes! Uh, I want a Technicolor DC movie. Yes. I do. Oh my gosh, I just realized I need this in my life. That would wow, be awesome. Oliver, yes! Yeah, that's good. That's solid. That's solid. All right, uh, last follow-up question. Yeah. What was the name of your childhood pet? George. All right, guys. <laughs> Now that I have all your information, I will see you guys in court. This has been Neff News. Have a nerdy today and a blessed tomorrow. Thank you so much, Quentin Neff, for the news. Ignore that call from your credit card company. (laughs) Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. (laughs) Well, since we're here bringing stuff back from the grave, you guys know we might as well do this, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it's time for Silly Jokes with Julia, the part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. What's the best kind of music to listen to when fishing? I don't what know. Kind? What kind? What? Something catchy. Silly Jokes with Julia. Join us next time when Julia says... Sure, I drink brake fluid, but I can stop anytime. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> This is not funny, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Julia, that joke was great. The delivery was fantastic. You're like a well-oiled machine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm dying. I'm dead. I'm dead now. Oh, no. I don't even want to look down because I can only imagine that I've just drooled all over myself. (laughs) Tony's Tony's got an oil leak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, it has been 3,000 miles. It's probably time for me to go to my local <laughs> Jiffy Lube. Uh, thanks. Julia. Uh, me- <laughs> Megacon. Megacon. If you guys have your boards in front of you, we're going to play a quick Megacon game. Heck yeah. And uh, each of you guys are going to be playing for um, for someone. Ooh. Uh, oh, for I'm my not, mom. I'm not going to let... Kai down again. <laughs> so sorry, Kai. <laughs> you guys are going to be playing for one of our Patreon sponsors here Ooh. real quick. So eeny, meeny, miny, mo. This is completely random. So uh, Alexandria, you are playing for Bradley Taylor. What's up, Bradley? Quentin Neff, you are playing for Matthew Black. My boy, Matthew Black. Oliver Gale, you are playing for Scruffosaurus. Okay, Scruffosaurus, you and me. And Julia, you are playing for Christian Zadek. 
So we're gonna play a quick game. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're gonna play a quick game called Megacon by the Numbers, and I'm gonna give Ooh. you guys a couple quick questions, and all you have to do is give me the answer that is closest to the actual number. Yeah. So even if you're not right, uh, you, if you're closest, you get a point. So here is our uh, our first question. All of these are Megacon related questions, and all of the answers are going to be in number form. Are you ready? Yes. 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 Here we go. In what year was the first Megacon held in Orlando. First Megacon was held in what year? This is not the Orlando Comic Con. This is not. This is the Megacon named event. Uh, Alexandria. I said 2011. Neff. 2010. Ollie. 2016. Julia. 2012. All right. Neff gets the point. The answer was 1993. Oh, my oh. gosh. Oh. Wow, we were oh. way off. I'm, 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 oh, I'm younger than Megacon. It was a much smaller con back then, but charming nonetheless. <laughs> Stan the Man Lee Ooh. made his first Megacon appearance in the year 2000. What year was his last Megacon appearance? First Megacon appearance was in the year 2000. His last Megacon appearance was in Alexandria. 2008. Neff. 2018. Ollie. 2013. Julia. 2007. The correct answer is 2017. Uh, Who gets the point? Me, right? Neff. Yeah. All right, Neff. Congratulations. You're, you're killing it right now. Who are you playing for? Uh, Matthew Black. Matthew Black is in a commanding lead right I now. I got your back, Matthew Black. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. And that's a fact. Oh, no. Just, a, a, just a, fact. a fact. Just a fact. Like a frequently <laughs> asked question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Frequently. Question number one. Who does Neff have his back? Matthew Black. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody uh, know that. Uh, uh, giving us the closest round number in thousands. Okay. What is the attendance reported for Megacon 2023? This is according to the Megacon oh. Wikipedia page. To the closest thousand... By the way, Tony, it's the closest uh, big boned number. Okay. What? Round, not round. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what was the attendance report at oh. MegaCon 2023? That's this year's MegaCon that we were all at, except for Julia, who betrayed us for Georgia. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Alexandria, you're. Uh, wait, wait, we got to wait. Ne Neff is still writing. Sorry. Because numbers are hard. They are. Neff, why don't you go first? 700,000. Seven, that's a little high. <laughs> Ollie. Four hundred thirty-five thousand. Four hundred. Okay, that's all right. This no. is MegaCon, not MiniCon. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, twelve thousand MiniCon. All right, Alexandria. One hundred and five thousand. I'm sure that Alexandria is the closest. The number was one hundred sixty thousand. Uh, now that's a lot of people. I was off yeah. by. It's not so half a million, Ollie, yeah, okay. but it's a lot. Yeah, that's insane, Ollie. Why would you put such a high number? Okay. Stop fighting. I got, I got a point for you, Bradley. All right, so we had a uh, we had a, uh, a a lot of celebrities at MegaCon, and one of them, which was a strange one to have, but cool nonetheless. Was Chevy Chase? I knew you were gonna say yeah. him. Did you really? Yes. All right, Chevy Chase, who you just wouldn't necessarily think. They had a, a couple people from the uh, National Lampoon's Vacation series. They had uh, Anthony Michael Hall and uh, the daughter whose name no, escapes but me. But no, De Beverly D'Angelo. No, no, Beverly D'Angelo. But well, the, I would have gone to and meet. Christy Brinkley, who, given my choice between meeting Beverly D'Angelo and Christy Brinkley, Megacon, they they did right by me. Oh. <laughs> uh, a photo op with Chevy Chase in front of the family truckster 
was $180. Ew. Mm. How much would that have been worth in 1983 when the vacation movie came out? What is $180 from 1983 worth today? Because what? money money ha- inflates, right? Like so so what what like a dollar might have been worth back in 1912 might be worth more today, right? So in 1983, if you had $180, what would it be worth today? In this economy? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a Photoshop photo photo uh, op with Chevy Chase and the car was $180. What was $180 in 1983 worth today? Alexandria. $89 plus tax. Okay. Neff. $392. All right, Ollie. $13.32. What? Uh, Julia? 200 And maybe I phrased this wrong because some of you guys went up and some of you guys went down. <laughs> so if we had $182 back in if the day. If you had $180 in 1983. How much that would that be worth today? What would that be worth today? What? Meaning, so if, let's just say oh. you, so, so the, the money goes up in value. I right? thought you were saying what would that have cost you? back then sure okay that's, that's where i you was defl- going all right you i'll deflated. let you i'll let you guys rework your answer then if you'd like to i'm going to be fair here because you're playing for though. patreon sponsors so 180 dollars in 1983 would be worth what today <laughs> <laughs> i understand the question Alexandria's face is like Huh. <laughs> the whole time, it was great. I'll when give you a hint. People just, talk to me about math. I like, look what? like I'm stuck. Just put any number higher than 180. No, I understand now. <laughs> okay, Alexandria, your rethought answer. Two hundred forty-two dollars. Ollie, two hundred five dollars and fifty-two. All right, show your answers to me one more time because I don't remember what you got. Okay, the actual retail value, uh, one hundred eighty dollars in nineteen eighty-three, is now worth five hundred and forty-four dollars. Neff gets the wow. point. Matthew Black is killing the game. Yes, sir. All right, we got three more questions, guys. Sorry, Snuffosaurus. Sorry, doctor. It's Scruffosaurus, but <laughs> oh, Scruffosaurus. No, no, Snuffosaurus. It would be mad too. Um, <laughs> Mercedes Varnado was one of the celebrities that was featured at uh, oh, MegaCon. Yeah. You would recognize her from the show The Mandalorian. Sure, she, that's that's what I would know her from. <laughs> she also used to wrestle under the name Sasha Banks. Yeah. What year was her WWE debut? That's not fair. Neff knows this. Do you mean main roster or? Uh. She signed with World Wrestling Entertainment and made her on-screen debut in what year? My on-screen, though. Neff, no. just answer okay, okay, okay. the golly G question. Okay. Whoa, whoa, wow. whoa. Hey this now. is a family-friendly podcast. Ollie, what's your year, baby? 2015. Julia. 1993. Julia is bad at this. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Alexandria is erasing her answer. <laughs> no. That's hey. not much better. Alexandria, what, what is was your, your original? No, not no, no. Much what better. was your original guess, Alexandria? What was your original Be honest. Cheater. Jesus is watching you. 1988. Okay. <laughs> she might not have even been born by yeah. at that time. Uh, Neff, I said 2015 as well. 2015 as well. Okay, so I will tell you 2015 with when you have a tie, I need you guys to uh, adjust your year. I'm not going to tell you by what or how much or in what direction, but I can't let you have a tie here. <laughs> Julia, Julia you and Alexandria are fine. Because you're you're just way wrong. All right, Neff, what's your new answer? 2014. Ollie? 2016. All right, the answer is 2012. And uh, Neff 
Neff is just crushing this. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Matthew Black right now, so the rest of this game can just be for funsies. All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bradley. My uh, man. Doctor. One I'm of my sorry. favorite things is we got to, uh, I, I didn't go to meet celebrities, but my son wanted to meet someone because it was his childhood hero, so yes. I paid the money as a gift to my son, and we got to meet Stephen Burns from Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. Yes, sir. No! And I'm sorry to all of you guys who are listening on headphones right now because Julie ju- Julia just punctured your earlobes. Um, Julia, uh, Julia, yes, we got to meet Steve from Blue's Clues. That's wild. There were 143 episodes of Blue's Clues. How many of those episodes did Steve appear on? How many were there? Wait. 143 episodes of Blue's Clues. How many did Steve appear on? Did they cancel Blue's Clues? Mm. I mean, like, so, like they rebooted it recently with yeah. the, like the new guy that's in purple. Does it include the purple guy? Mm, does it? There are 143 episodes of Blues Clues. Oh. How many episodes? It doesn't matter if I said there were 516 <laughs> episodes of Blues Clues. How many of them were Steve on? I'm just trying to figure the years, you know. I'm gonna start deducting points no. for Neff. <laughs> so Matthew Black, I'm sorry he did this to you. Alexandria, what's your answer? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Neff. Ninety-four. Ollie. 71. Julia. 115. Very, very close. The correct answer is 96. Uh, Neff gets it. the point. Neff. Uh, Neff, you, you can't see this, can you? No. You're not, you're not cheating me, are you? Oh, a couple wavy lines. All right, and this is our final question, which is just for fun. I just followed the clues. Sam Raimi. <laughs> <laughs> His prints were on the clues. He says it every time. There was a little girl in line behind us to meet Steve. and Aww. I mean, a little girl, and she was dressed like blue. She was in a stroller, <gasps> and she had a roll of stickers, and the stickers were little round paw print uh, stamps, little blues clue oh stamps. Oh my god! And everybody that was walking by her, she would like reach a sticker out and put a sticker on the back of their hand because she was making them a clue. Oh! And it was uh, really cute, really That's really so cute. cute. Uh, okay, final question. Sam Raimi was there again. Another like out of nowhere, like Sam Raimi was there. Um, he would. Di- he was very famous for directing a whole series of movies. I think probably most famous for uh, Doctor Strange too. You. Yeah. Uh, no, he directed the original Spider-Man trilogy. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I, my question for you is, in thousands, excuse me, in millions. <laughs> millions. In, in, in pennies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in millions, how much did the original Spider-Man trilogy earn the at the box office? Earned. All three, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 3, in millions, how much did they earn at the box office worldwide? Worldwide. Oh, I'm so bad. At worldwide. That. With money, I'm so bad. I don't know. At least $18, I think. I think. With tax. Give okay. or take. Give or take. They <laughs> earned that just on what I bought in ICs when I went to see. <laughs> Is this after taxes? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, Neff, what's your number, man? $900 million. $900 million. Ollie. Two hundred and thirty-five million. Two hundred thirty-five million. Julia. No, I'm dumb. I don't know. I put forty-three million. Forty-three million dollars. And Alexandria. One hundred and seventeen million. All right. Uh, I, you're all very, very wrong, but the answer is two thousand five hundred and nine million dollars, which is two and a half billion, billion dollars, and that wow. makes what? Neff technically the closest, which means that he steamrolled this game. Megacon no. by the numbers, the king of Mega Math. 
is Quentin Gregory Neff and I Matthew did the math Black for Matthew. <laughs> math for Matthew. Matthew Black, you are winning a prize. Well, Thanks to Quentin Neff. Congrats, Matt. Good job, <laughs> Neff. <laughs> yeah. So great job, everybody. Um, let's let's talk MegaCon. Yeah. MegaCon. Hey, hey, I I did look it up. Mercedes was born in uh, January of. 1992, so, uh, mm. yeah, she couldn't have debuted in 1988, Alexander. Thank she you, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been a baby to have debuted in 94. Mm-hmm. Baby wrestling. Don't give don't give them the idea. <laughs> Vince is back in charge a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, so let's talk about MegaCon. We're going to talk about our, our best fan moments, like some of the things that make you kind of geek out. And Julia, feel free to jump in here with any uh, questions or comments, but I know you weren't there, right. uh, so so sorry for making you sit through this. But um, best fan moments, uh, something that made you geek out, something that made you go, wow, that's really cool, something you saw, something you experienced. Uh, Neff? Uh, I was only there on Friday, but I got to explore the con a little bit with, um, with our friends MegaCon Liz. Woo! And uh, Charlotte the Intern mm-hmm. and uh, the Nerd of God Kid, yeah, CT. That's my boy. And that is your boy. And we we explored the con and we came up on this part that, that it's there every year, but they really kind of went above and beyond this year. They had a Star Wars photo op area. It was huge and it was amazing. They had like moving robot and like animatronics, and everything. And what really blew me away, they had like a a full-scale replication of, like, the Forge mm-hmm. uh, from, for, the Mandalorian. from Mandalorian, yeah. it, which was so cool. And you could, like, take a picture with the, with the Mandalorian. They had a cantina with, like, a, a Rancor head hanging over the yeah. bar. Yeah. And they were, I think they were, I don't know if it was real, but they were, like, giving out, like, blue milk and stuff. The thing that was cool was there were so many costume, like, cosplayers that were there that would hang out around that area. Mm-hmm. So you could basically get your picture with anybody that you wanted yeah. to and from peop- Star Wars. And the people who they brought, whoever yeah. whoever was running it, they brought, it was all for free, but they were doing donations mm-hmm. for a charity. Yeah, it was really awesome. Which was really cool of them. Yeah, very cool. Uh, other Megacon moments that, that kind of made you geek out a little bit. Ooh, I'm... I've actually never seen this particular show, but there was somebody there with the Attack on Titan thing. Oh, Oh, the big crawly... The the, cart titan. Yeah, what was that? The cart titan. Yes, the cart titan. That That thing was was crazy. Uncomfortable to look at. (laughs) As as most titans are. I just want you to picture what what would look like a giant um, clothing-free monster the size of a Volkswagen bus Yes. uh, with a gun turret on its back. Being operated like it was, it was very uncomfortable to look at. Uh, a lot of a lot of comments about that one, and it was literally everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't go anywhere without seeing escape it. that monstrosity. Just eating my my eighteen dollar bowl of orange chicken, <laughs> and I look up, and there it is. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, Ollie, it was your first con, wasn't it? Uh, yes, this was my first MegaCon. Uh, my son had to graduate last year, so I didn't get to go to one last year. Oh, had to graduate or whatever. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Can you imagine the nerve? <laughs> but the nerd? I, I loved it. And, uh, you know, you see all the pictures on Instagram and Facebook of all the different cosplayers and such. However, just seeing how many people actually were dressed up oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just, you know, like a small percentage that, you know, that's all the pictures <laughs> were. There was a big percentage of people cosplaying. Absolutely. Because you went on Saturday, right? 
Saturday and Sunday. And Sunday. Yeah, Saturday yeah. is like the day for cosplay. And we yes. were trying to figure out who like the most common cosplay on on display was. Ooh. And and I had a couple observations, but by the end I changed my mind. There was a lot of people that were uh, showing up as Joel and Ellie because that's kind of an easy cosplay. Yeah. Lots of Joels, um, lots of different characters, Jedi's and things like that. But I think without question, the most frequent cosplay that I saw. And I don't know the characters' names. I'm sorry, but Alexander, you can help me out. I'm well, about to say it. By all means. Is it Tanjiro from Demon, Demon Slayer? Slayer? Yeah. Tanjiro. Yeah. 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 There were tons of him. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one what? with the checkerboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, that was that was the most popular and common. Well, because cosplay. the voice actor was there. Some of the voice oh. actors were there, and they had panels. And so I'm I'm guessing that lots of the people yeah. who were cosplaying as Tanjiro wanted to get pictures with some of the voice actors what's the sister's name on, on demon slayer nezuko okay sure um i, I think there was the, she wears kind of like a pink robe with a geometric yes, design yeah. it's very so beautiful one of my it is very beautiful in fact it's so beautiful that charlotte <laughs> the intern bought a piece of art that was that had that pattern on mm -hmm. it, believing that it was the uh the epcot ball <laughs> She thought it was the Epcot. She thought it was the Epcot ball, and she's like, and she she's like, I got it. I'm like, oh yeah. And she goes, yeah, Spaceship Earth. And I go, yeah. <laughs> As, and so I was, and I was watching why. it. I was waiting, and throughout the day, like later on, she's watching people go by, and she sees someone wearing it. And she goes, oh. Oh no. <laughs> well, to be fair to her. She's it's an intern. The, well, yeah, and it's the exact same design. It's yeah, they're very similar. They're very similar. But so if it's Epcot to her, it can be Epcot. I also noticed the, oh my gosh, I'm trying to, I can't think of the word, but there were so many people on stilts. I was yes. blown away that the, the commitment, thank you, the commitment yes. to the cosplay to learn how to walk on stilts and, and buy stilts and then go downtown. Yeah. Among a hundred thousand, well, one hundred sixty thousand people, according exactly. to Wikipedia, <laughs> not seven hundred thousand people. No, as it turns <laughs> out, and walk around on stilts. That was ridiculous. Ali, I mean, just going through. You were there Saturday and Sunday, which were the most crowded days. Just walking around, not on stilts, yes. was a severe challenge. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh uh, yes. Imagine going through security, and, and well, I'm sure they didn't put them on until they got through security, yeah. but still. No, those people, man, I really look up to them. <laughs> that was this easy has joke. been silly jokes. Wait on, uh, uh, so we met someone that was it was an interesting meet. Like like we we because we're there to talk to people. Like yeah. we're like interacting with people is kind of our our gimmick there, right? So we wanted to have conversations with everybody, and we struck up a conversation with one of the most interesting people I've ever met. And uh, I don't even know if any of you guys were at the table when this happened, but her name was Jungle Jamie. And Jungle Jamie uh, runs a place called the Mystic Jungle up in Live Oak, Florida. It's up in North Ooh. Florida. And uh, we began talking. She stopped at our booth. We were having a good conversation, just uh, very lively. And she runs this big cat reserve there where they have That's wild. tigers and leopards and cheetahs and things like that. It's 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 pretty rad. And uh, we had a great conversation. We were talking a lot. In fact, she and, and she invited us. She was there with one of our one of the veterinarians, head veterinarian there. And nice. she invited us to come up and visit them at Mystic Jungle and even do kind of like a special podcast feature 
up there with the big cats, and I thought that was kind of cool. Wow. So we're are we going to record in a tiger I enclosure? Don't Please. Think, I don't think that we are. <laughs> the most dangerous podcast ever recorded. Right. And we're going to be covered in meat. And we're going to we're going to have a conversation. <laughs> Lady Gaga's meat dress. Nerdy Godcast does Daniel in the Lion's Den. Oh, wow. <laughs> I will never financially Wait, recover from this. <laughs> so so speaking of that, we mentioned we mentioned Tiger King. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we know them because that's the, everybody that knows yeah. these things they know each other, right? You yeah, have, if, right. if you own more than one tiger, you know everybody else owns yeah. more than one tiger. And uh, she's like, yeah, she said we know them. And and forgive me, this is I'm re- reporting what she said, so this is not a uh, I guess slander, right? Uh, she said, yeah, Carol did it. Everybody knows that Carol did it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I've everybody never seen knows Tiger King. I don't. Understand. All right, well, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you that you should or should not watch it. But if you do watch it. Carol did it, according to Jungle Jamie, and uh, she's like, yeah, everybody knows it, and that she um, actually hired people to go and torment and try to uh, bait Joe Exotic into doing the wrong things because... Uh, she she was bent to kind of destroy him and to get it get into his head. So uh, that is from the uh, from the horse's mouth, or at least in this case from the tiger's mouth, Jungle Jamie. Hey. So uh, wow. we we might get a chance to go and visit her. Um, I talked about the the Chevy Chase photo ops in front of the family trucks here. That was cool. They also had the RV from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Ooh. with a cousin Eddie lookalike that you can go take photos. I love that. And it's just a guy, <laughs> and he was cool. he's wearing a, a snow hat and a bathrobe, sitting outside holding the chemical toilet hose. And that was his whole Megacon weekend, was just standing in a fake snowbank, pretending like he was um, emptying the toilet from the RV. I love uh, it. Holding in one hand the hose, holding in the other hand a, uh, a Wally World Marty Moose eggnog glass. I love that. Cool. And that was that guy's weekend. So mm. uh, any anything else that, that you guys can remember that you, that you geeked out about? I was sitting at the table with Ollie and... I was just making comments about people who were walking past in their cosplays, and I'm like, oh, that's so creative. And there was a woman who walked past in her cosplay, and I was like, literally so quietly, I said, Miss Frizzle. And she <laughs> she stopped, turned around, and made eye contact with me, and proceeded to hand both Ollie and I these tiny school bus stickers. Oh, wow. So that she could take us on a magical school bus ride. I have mine on my water bottle. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. It's so teeny. Yeah. It's teeny tiny. I there saw, are children trapped in that. So, <laughs> I saw a guy, and he was uh, he was Rick Moranis's character from Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. So he was Vince Clortho, yeah. and uh, and he had the colander Lewis on his Tully. head. Yeah, Louis Tully, Central Park West, had the, uh, the 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 colander on his head with the glasses all askew, and he was. I mean, he not only was dressed, he looked just like him. And I said, would you like some coffee? And he said, yes, have some. It was great. And then he reached into his satchel, and he pulled out a Twinkie, and he handed it to me. That's a big Twinkie. That's what I'm talking about. Tell him about the Twinkie. So it was, that, was a, what about the Twinkie? that was a fun moment. That was a, that was a cool moment. We of loved Somebody who made his cosplay. Yeah, there, the hashtag footnote there, Twinkie. Let me bring, I'll, I'll bring the Twinkie conversation back at the end. Um, but yeah, that was it was a lot of fun. I ran into um, two actors, Walter Jones and Aisha Campbell. Does anybody know who they are? Aisha Campbell sounds so familiar. Yeah, you're, they were uh, the Black Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, oh, yeah. Zach, and Aisha Campbell played the the second Yellow Ranger. Oh. She was in the movie, and then yeah, I think in season two. And uh, they were hanging out. They weren't even like at the celebrity area. They were hanging out like in the the main MegaCon area, and uh, it was a cool like kind of run in. Had a great conversation with them. It was like we just started talking, and. Um, he was Zach from the Power Rangers, and I had a conversation about Memphis barbecue and uh, Nashville hot chicken. So, uh, Did you get Mark that. Hard? 
Yeah, that was just a, a fun thing. Did you give him our card? I did. I actually, I gave I gave uh, Aisha our card. We we talked a little bit about the podcast and stuff like that. It was fun. Cool. cool. Yeah. Um, any other fun fan moments? And there was, I mean, there's so many that we could talk about it all night. But really, the reason that we were there. Oh, Nick. Yes. Any any fun geek out fan moments for you? Um, I only I was only there for a few hours, so I didn't get to spend too much time um, looking around. But uh, the NASA area. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes, the NASA, the NASA area was really, really cool. I did, I did get to see the uh, the models of all the 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 rockets they have there. The the uh, they had the Falcon Heavy, Falcon Nine, an Atlas, and the new SLS rocket, which was pretty cool. That is pretty rad. Nice. That's nice. so cool. That's were they recruiting over there? Did you sign any paperwork or anything like that? Uh, I don't think they were directly recruiting, but they were they were definitely mm. given their their pitches for for all the different. Uh, programs. Oh. Nick's like, I'm not saying I would leave my job immediately and give you the opportunity, <laughs> but I definitely would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh. NASA's listening. <laughs> They're always listening. Canaveral is nice. I was. I just remembered that uh, Stephen and I uh, took a little field trip and we went upstairs to the Lego room. Oh yeah, and we saw uh, all those different Lego builds that were were pretty awesome. Oh, Oh, yeah, there were. (laughs) There there was. So it's a Lego club, and in fact, one of our our, our friends, he's a pastor here in Orlando, Pastor Matt Sanders. Actually, I think they they just moved out to to Claremont. Um, He's he's serving out there now, but he's he's a friend of the show. And uh, Matt Sanders and his son were part of that Lego club, and they had a huge setup, man. Yeah. It was really rad. That's cool. That's really cool. All right. Well, uh, aside from the the fandom things that, I mean, there there were just so many. Uh, we really were out there to bring Jesus, to be the light and the love of God to um, everybody that was at the, all 160,000 souls, uh, unreached people at this con. And it, it, it's an amazing opportunity. It's something that we take very, very seriously. And uh, we go out there to, we're, we're on a mission. And the mission is to encourage believers that are in that environment to let their light shine. And people always stop by the table and they're like, oh, wow, what is this? Oh, this is crazy. This is amazing. This is awesome. We love this. And then to challenge the preconceived notions that people that are not believers have about believers. Because so many times they feel like Christians are are judgmental and they're belittling and uh, they're exclusive and they keep them on the outside. And and we just want to show them that that's not at all the case. That we are passionate about the things that they're passionate about. We're passionate about them as people and we want to show them love. We want to show them grace. We want to be their friends and hopefully be a great example of who Jesus is and what his grace and what his light looks like so we've talked about our fandom moments let's talk about our, our faith moments there are a few moments honestly that come to mind uh i got to spend a majority of my sunday with ollie at the table which was really exciting um there was the first man who came up to the table uh his name was samuel and he said oh well what is this and um we just ended up having a conversation and um, for anybody who is new to listening to the show, I like a game called Magic the Gathering, uh, and I've liked it for a few years. And he, in conversation, just naturally brings up, so do you think it's okay for Christians to play Magic the Gathering? And I was like, I hope so, because <laughs> I do. And he, you know, we got to have a really cool conversation. He was like, you know, I, I have a church, I go to church, but I feel like I've had to like close off this part of me in a way because I'm afraid of being judged or that um, it's not okay for me to partake in these things. Wow. And I was like, oh, no, I think there's, I mean, there's wisdom and discernment in, in the things that we consume as Christians, but 
there's actually a really amazing place for both of these things to coexist. Yeah. And I was able to talk with him about how being a follower of Jesus actually allowed me to reawaken my um, appreciation for a lot of like nerd culture in a lot of ways, especially anime, which is something that Ollie and I had been talking about earlier that morning. Yeah. And Samuel was like, oh, well, I was like, honestly, being in love with Jesus has allowed my heart and my mind to be attuned to gospel messages or parallels that I see in media in a lot of ways. And he's like, could you give me an example of one? And I was like, Demon Slayer. Tanjiro loves his sister Nezuk so much so, knowing that that's not who she is as a person, but he would go to the ends of the earth to find a cure for her. And that's the same way that Jesus loves us. Hmm. Except his going to the ends of the earth to find a cure for us was him dying for our sins. And he was like, I've never even thought of that. Like, I didn't even know that you could (laughs) see biblical parallels and media and things like that. I was like, maybe it's just how the Lord wired my brain, but I do. I pick up these parallels and I think that's a really beautiful thing. And he was like, oh, it is okay for me to be a nerd and to love Jesus and to like, like all of these things. And I was like, yeah, it could just, it just comes with like wisdom and discernment and trusting that the Lord will lead you in all of these areas. That's really awesome. So like, that was a really cool conversation. There was another young man who came to the table that I got to pray with. Um, and another lady who came later on that I was able to just encourage. So there were just lots of really beautiful moments where the Lord did just show up. That's really, really amazing. Neff, did you have any great faith moments at Megacon? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the big one for me was when we did our panel. Yeah. Just seeing how diverse the um, the audience was yeah. that that showed up and how many showed yeah. up. Yeah, and it was really cool. We've done panels before. I I have done panels before, but this was our first we panel. This mm-hmm. was our first yeah. the Nerd of God cast. Uh, I've kind of come in on on a topical panel that I've woven Christ into, but this was. 100% us doing 100% us uh, yeah, and, yeah. and get out there and doing faith and fandom kind of smashed together like they put it right there in the uh, in the program we were on the app and uh, and and that's that's really awesome so so continue yeah so it was an, it was an interesting experience because of course first time doing this uh, for a lot of these people it was the first time hearing our show and I thought it was just so amazing how God put people who either needed to hear who, who either believers that needed to hear uh, stuff from believers yeah. that is nerdy yeah. uh, speak to them, but also for people who weren't believers, mm-hmm. you know, listening to us for the first time, that they would be an example to uh, to them of how you can live uh, both nerdy and uh, Christian at the yeah. same time. That's awesome. And I thought that was amazing that we got to reach so many people and do that all in at one time. Yeah, that's great. Ollie, any uh, any ministry moments for you at MegaCon? Uh, nothing specific like that because I'm I'm pretty shy. I was just <laughs> helping to man the table, but um, I was there with Alexandria and and uh, backing her up when when the the gentleman came and was asking about the the game and and his uh, Christianity, and I was there um, when we were able to pray with the other young man who. Um, whose friend in California, California was, it, yeah. uh, was having a hard time and everything. And he happened to be cosplaying as a warlock from destiny, which was also a plus. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, and then I, again, seeing all the different people coming through and just, you know, surprised and shocked that we were there and yeah. that as a Christian group and everything and the, the amount of, you know, stickers with our message and, and mm-hmm. t-shirts that we, we sold when people's, faces when they're like 
oh okay oh i get that you yeah. know when, when mm-hmm. they when they got the shirts yeah and, yeah yeah and everything we and, and now we had a we had more tangible handouts that we could, that we've ever had before and that's why yeah. it costs so much money to get there but we uh, we we had a, we we made a new order of our Jesus loves you 3000 shirts which are huge huge hits at Megacon yeah. you people scoop them up they wear them all around the con and and what's my, my favorite thing is when you're walking around wearing one of our shirts not only are you kind of representing that thing but people will walk by you and i i heard it so many times i lost count people would walk by and they would read your shirt out loud so it, it made me so encouraged because we're walking in this massive crowded room filled with every manage, manage, uh, imaginable form of depravity and darkness and all these things. And you're hearing people speak out loud, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, that's right, speak it. Every time I would hear someone say it, I'm like, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's in the Bible. Like I would I would just encourage that. We had um, a, a brand new shirt, which uh, it was really cool looking. It said, Jesus loves you in every universe. And uh, it, it kind of featured four different it was uh star wars it was uh marvel it was the uh, lord of the rings and it was the uh, doctor who so beautiful shirt just kind of showing and and actually that was a con exclusive one and there we only have a few of them left they are available on our website nerdygodcast.com if you want to scoop one up in fact they i don't even know if we have any left because we just got an order right before i came here tonight where someone ordered three of them so uh, if you do want one i'd say scoop them up now Uh, we had all these cool buttons and we we probably had a hundred different kinds of buttons Buttons, each of them that had different little mini messages on them. Mm-hmm. One had Daredevil on it. It said, uh, faith, not sight. Um, one of them, uh, <laughs> they just one of them had Carmen on it. It said, raised on the classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, it had Veggie Tales. It had Larry Boy, not all heroes uh, wear capes. Had the dad from Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> uh, but there was, there was, but they, they all, they, there were so many different, we, we just, I, I was just, trying to be creative one night and I just cranked out like a hundred different buttons which we made to sell yeah. um, it had, and they all had scripture verses they're conversation starters yeah. so you're wearing them and people go oh what does that mean so we had one with the blue shell from Mario Kart and it had the scripture verse on it which was the first shall be last uh, so oh. just, just <laughs> different things like that to kind of make people jump off and go oh what is that what does that verse mean or what is that oh we had uh, the one with Galactus on it that is if you hunger after righteousness you will be filled uh, so you know just, we, we wanted to get people wearing them so they go oh what does that mean what is that that, that was that was interesting. So we had stickers. Um, in fact, uh, th- we had more stickers than we, we've ever had. Um, we not only had our, our classic Jesus Loves You 3000, we had um, Jesus is my cheat code, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start, uh, some Nerd of God cast stickers. We also had some new ones. Tori Line from season one did a picture of a Snorlax oh, sleep, so sleeping around a, a pile of snack foods. And at the top, it had snack and a nap, which has a scripture verse on there from when Elijah, uh, Elijah uh, was was fed. Was and Tori. Yeah, Tori, Tori that made that. So special. Uh, we have one which is cool. I have it on my phone right now, which is Jesus's life, and it has all like of the uh, the life giving power ups from video games, everything from wow. a one up mushroom to um, a cheese wheel from Skyrim. Um, mm-hmm. And then we had one that's a Ted Lasso inspired believe sign yeah. with believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was another one which escapes me right now. Oh. It's a. It was Jesus loves you in every across the multiverse, and it was yeah. all of these different universes with Jesus loves you, and it was. But we're we're just we're trying to put those things in people's hands so they can they can represent them, put them on their cups, put them on their laptop, create conversations everywhere that they go, so you can catch the attention of people that are into these fandom areas that are into nerdy stuff, and start a conversation with them about our faith and what we believe. One one of my favorite things about it too, just real quick, was um, that. Even people who weren't vibing with us, who 
who were kind of against us. When they would look in, they would see the shirt. They'd look up, they'd see the shirt, and they'd say, Jesus loves you. they like, tap their friends, like, joking around with them. like, And they'd say, Jesus loves you 3,000. And they would joke around. But, like, in my head, I'm like, you looked at the shirt. You did. You just saw that Jesus loves you. Yeah, we tricked you into saying it out loud. Uh-huh. And when and people yeah. would say it. And, even, you, and you made your friends look. Even as they were passing by, people would, would say things, and they would they would make a comment on something, and I'd go, it's true. It's in the Bible. It's true. Jesus loves you. We love you, too. So we're, we have, uh, I mean, even if in, in passing conversation of agreeing with people. Julia, I wish <clears throat> beyond all wishes that you were there. Because yeah. you're such a social person, like everybody who talks to you immediately feels seen and and loved. You're, you're so it's like it really is kind of annoying how good you are at it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We, we there were people that we met last year that came back looking for you. It is true. Really? Yeah. Yes. I'm shook. Yeah. So it was. Uh, you, you just make such a splash. So we were definitely, um, you know, as strong as our team was and as great as our effort was, it was not as. Uh, powerful and effective because you weren't there you were truly missed and i hope that next time we do this that you will uh you will make time in your schedule to be with us because uh, yes. a, a day without julia is like a day without cumulonimbus clouds i mean oh. the sun's still shining but it's just not quite as fluffy we had a couple of our other members that, that could not be with us tonight for this recording, but they wanted to share their stories, and uh, they called our Nerd of God cast hotline. So we have incoming calls right now. Captain. What? Incoming message. Okay. And uh, here is so Charlotte the intern. my favorite part about MegaCon, I had a few, um, but one of my main favorite ones was our panel and being able to see the audience response to our panel and just see the great turnout there were so many people there and it was just an awesome an awesome experience to see that many people show up to hear what we had to say um i also really loved talking to people one-on-one in our booth seeing so many people get to come up to our booth and engage in conversation and talk about jesus and talk about our nerd culture and our our different you know, things that we liked and it, it, our different interests. It was just a really cool experience getting to talk to that many people and share stories back and forth and really have like a personal experience. And it was Charlotte's first con too. So she was mm-hmm. not only overwhelmed, but she was so great at engaging with people. People would pass by and she would compliment their cosplays and she would holler out to them, oh my gosh, you look so cool. And she was taking pictures of people and, and people were eating it up. And then she'd springboard off of that into a conversation about faith. She was so, she was so good at it. I love um, Charlotte. Called. I had the best time at MegaCon. MegaCon, I think this year, even more than like other years, was just filled with so many awesome experiences. Not that other MegaCons didn't have the same like incredible experiences, but I think this year especially, there was just this really special move um, of, of God and in the work that was being done. Like it felt very significant, and I could tell. Um, that people were really encouraged and I love seeing all the different people that kept coming up and being like thank you guys for being you know here thank you for doing this wow and just being inspired and people coming up and being prayed for and and seeking comfort and seeking friendship it was just really cool but anyways my favorite part of Megacondo happened actually independently it was with my sister she and I kind of went on our downtime, our free time from the table to go wander around and look at things. And I kind of put her in charge of our level up cards. So when we go to MegaCon, we have these cool little cards yeah. that we like to give to people who 
did a particularly good job at being creative and awesome, whether with their cosplay or with their booth or just general existence. And we give them a little level of cards to let them know that we acknowledge their awesomeness. And um, I put my sister, I call her Princey. I put Princey in charge of handling the level up cards while I pushed her around. And we went up to this booth where it was like um, this earring vendor that had some really interesting pieces of jewelry. A lot of um, questionable paraphernalia. <laughs> there was and a lot of that. earrings shaped as all sorts of adult-like um, mm. objects and, and just stuff that, and like other things, you know, the flags of all of the all of the activism groups and such and um my sister and her kind of innocence didn't really notice much of those as much as she noticed the ones that are dressed are shaped like you know random bunny rabbits and things and um we're looking at the booth and i noticed the chick kind of reads my t-shirt the one behind the booth she sees it and i can tell she kind of makes a a thing like her demeanor sort of changes like suddenly i don't she's not vibing with me and i could sense that so i'm trying to just be politely like whatever looking at her stuff and my sister sees a pair of Spongebob Squarepants earrings and goes, oh, these are so cute. And then take, just takes out a level up card and just like throws it at her, like, <laughs> like tosses it her way. And is like, this is a, a card for cool things. And you have very cool earrings and we have a podcast and a booth. And then just gives her the other uh, Nerd of God cast, like booth promotional card. Mm-hmm. And she, the lady, like being nice to my sweet sister in her wheelchair, just kind of is like, oh, okay. And the message was too long, so the voicemail <laughs> cut her off. So there's more to that story, but um, but that 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 really is sweet. And it's so funny because when when you come up to people and they feel like you're just trying to like force a message down their throat, they'll they'll stop you there. But when you come up to people and you're like, I celebrate you, like you're doing something amazing here. That people are, oh, okay, they're ready to push back on you, but there's nothing to push back on, and they just kind of fall into your loving arms. Um, <laughs> we had one more call come in. The highlight for me was probably the live show that we were able to do. It was a really good turnout. Um, people, it was one of those moments where I don't know if like what you say is necessarily funny with your group of friends, but to have other people laugh at the uh, the jokes that we all were making was really fun. Uh, but more importantly, it was really good just to be able to talk about the love of Christ um, at an actual convention. Um, I don't know if Evcon knew what they were getting themselves into by letting us do it there, um, but that was a really great time and then just the conversations at the booth uh, with different people who um, were both encouraged and intrigued um, just being able to plant seeds and encourage people um, every year is just it's always going to be my highlight so um, personal moment uh, my wife got to meet uh, Ariel Jody Benson the voice of the Little Mermaid uh, which was like a bucket list item for her and it was really cool she was very sweet and awesome um, to just talk to and did a personal video and that was just a really cool, just like nerdy moment that we got to experience together. Thanks for all those who were praying for us, who were um, there to help make it happen. Um, special thank you to the White Sides for everything that they did. Uh, the food was great. I especially liked the spam sushi. That was surprisingly <laughs> Hawaiianly delicious. We Hawaiianly delicious. That, so spam musubi that, with uh, with edamame, that. and they and now I want to give a quick shout out to the Whitesides. They mm, came from Kansas. Yes. They were here all week for vacation. Uh, they were not only big financial supporters of our MegaCon outreach, but the, every single day they were there and they brought us a meal for the entire crew. They cooked in their hotel room. We had spam musubi with edamame. Uh, she came out with beef and broccoli, oh, which was so good, so stinking good. Restaurant I'm quality. So and, sad. and then uh, on the I'm last day, she, they brought 
us uh, chicken and macaroni and cheese and, uh, and, and fresh fruit. And I'm telling you, it was so much like they were all individually boxed. It was like you got your own little bento box of food. Everybody got their own individual things. And it was so much chicken and macaroni and cheese that it was like, this can't be for one person. Like they fed us big. So huge shout out to the White Sides for their support and uh, for partnering with us. Yes. Thank you. And I'm also Pokemon Go friends with their sons now. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. <laughs> yeah. So that was one of my favorite moments, uh, you know, ministry moments, uh, fun moments of the day. So there was um, there was a booth that was across from us and down a couple that was um, a comic book called Coins of Judas and um, <laughs> yeah. Coins of Judas and uh, the, like the Voodoo Nation. And um, so when their son was there and it was his birthday, uh, for Peter, uh, I got up and I just did my, my thing. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of Artist Alley, today is Peter Whiteside's birthday. Would you join me? And You know, we did the whole big thing and everybody, happy birthday. And the people from that booth came over and they brought him a free comic book. Oh, uh, that's to awesome. say happy birthday. They brought him Cthulhu in Wonderland. Oh, <laughs> nice. But, uh, no, but actually, so I went over and had a conversation with them and uh, the guy that made those comics, ordained minister. Mm-hmm. My man. Yeah, so it was awesome. kind, of, kind of a neat thing. So he knows was good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a, there was a lot of fun stuff that was there. Um, there was some amazing faith moments that we got to meet some wonderful Christians. In fact, there was a young couple that was there, um, Alexandria and uh, uh, Nelson. Nelson and Alexandria, they came to our panel, and uh, they came and visited us every single day at our table, and uh, they cosplayed. Uh, so, so they came by and they wanted to visit us. They wanted to hang out with us, and uh, she wanted to show up her, her cosplay every single day. And she came on Saturday. They weren't going to Sunday because they were, they had to come to church. And uh, she was disappointed because her favorite person from our podcast was not at the table on Saturday. Oh. And she asked if she could leave a message for that person. And this is Alexandra saying, "Hi, Nev. I miss you so much. I really wanted to say goodbye or see you soon. Saying goodbye." But I hope you get this video, and you're still my favorite. What they call back then, satanic panic. Neff's face is an utter disbelief. Aw. Thank you, Alexandria. And then her boyfriend said, he's not my favorite, at least Mati is. <laughs> <laughs> because she was she was playing for him in our live podcast. Oh. That's fair. She, he said, at least Mati's my favorite. She won me a t-shirt. So. There you go. <laughs> That's, That's excellent. It was, it was pretty cool. Thank but, you uh, so much. Yeah, you got a, Neff got a shout out. Oh, a little nice. warm fuzzy Thank for you. Neff. Uh, we, I had so many ministry moments that, that jumped out to me. Like I had to just, I, I was writing down, like journaling every single day of just, because I didn't want to forget anything. Uh, one woman reached out to us a, a few weeks Weeks before Megacon, she asked if we were going to be back. I said yes. She said her name was Jennifer. She was an artist. We met her last year. Sheena and I met her last year uh, at Megacon, and she had a booth that's, that sold very fantasy-based paintings. She she paints. She's um, a really you know talented artist, but she was a believer. And she said after we met last year that God had really been dealing with her, and um, she just felt convinced in her spirit that she was no longer supposed to be painting the things that she was painting. Wow. She said she just felt a strong conviction. She would see people come up at the con and they would almost take a posture of worship of some of the items that she was painting. They'd come on and they would obsess over fairies or obsess over mermaids or things like that. And she said, and it was just unhealthy. And God spoke to me and said, you're creating idols for them. Wow. And, uh, and, and I don't want you to do this anymore. 
And she's like, well, now what do I do, God? And <laughs> so she's like, I'm praying, I'm believing, I'm trying to trust in God and listen to God. I just know that he said, stop doing this. So she said, I'm here now and I've got a booth and I've only got paintings of mushrooms and cats. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so y'all nice. pray for Jennifer that God, God can uh, continue to lead her. But I, I salute her obedience. That's yeah, a huge that's thing. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Crazy to pivot. And mushrooms and cats are very popular. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mushro- uh, especially after the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yes. Mushrooms are going to shoot up in, in love. Ah, <laughs> just like like shooting up like mushrooms. No. That's <laughs> not how <laughs> those work. Um, she sounded like Toad when you did that, too. <laughs> 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 we, we, met a, we met a girl. Her name, uh, she she had a booth there. It was a tiny little booth. It was like the little, uh, like a, it was like a, the space in between booths. Uh, her and her, her booth was called Desi Arts, and we met her. Uh, we were Sheen and I were just looking around at some different stickers and stuff, and she saw us and she goes, she was talking to somebody else, and she just shouted out loud, "Oh my gosh, it's you!" Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, huh. it is. <laughs> Hello, who, who are we? <laughs> and, who uh, am I? <laughs> she she had seen us last year. And she said, I gave my heart to Jesus last year. Whoa, Aww. come on. And she said, my sister and I, we gave our heart to Jesus last year. And uh, and she said, it's been really, really hard. Whoa. She said, it's been really, really hard. She said, I knew it was going to be tough to leave everything behind and follow after Jesus. But it's been harder than I thought it was going to be. And she said, Every, as soon as we, were, we knew we were coming to Megacon, I knew we had to find you. Because I knew you would have something good to say to me. I knew that you would encourage me. So she said, I was looking for you everywhere and I couldn't find you. And then you came and found me. And um, it was hashtag won't he do it. I'm just saying it was a really beautiful moment. So like right there, seriously, like right there, I said, come on out. And we and I said, can I pray with you? And she said, yeah. And I just took her hands and I prayed uh, that God would give her strength, that God would keep her encouraged, that uh, there would be more relationships, people that could come alongside of her and keep her encouraged. So pray for Desi Arts, you know, like that. She's awesome. Um, we bought some stickers. We overpaid for the stickers. The, the currency of Megacon is currency, right? So, like, we're going out there with a message, but people are out there to make money. And I've found that sometimes if you support an artist, if you support a person, they're going to be way more apt to listen to what you have to say than if you just come along, you know, waving gospel tracks in their face, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man came up to our booth, and I never caught his name, but we were sitting there, and he just walked up, and, I mean, he said, can you pray for my son Eli? He's suffering with depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, we can. Can we pray right now? So I took the man's hand and we prayed right there at the booth for, oh, wow. for Eli. It was amazing. So last year we we brought a box of little bags to, you know, for things that we were selling to give away. And in the bottom of that box was two loose books that was um uh, Overcoming Anxiety by Louis Giglio. Putting an X through anxiety. Putting an X through anxiety. Thank you. And um, so we just put them on the table. If anybody needs them, you can have them. And and like they immediately got scooped up. And I realized what a need there was mm-hmm. for that community. So mm-hmm. as soon as we got back from Megacon last year, I ordered a case of that book. And we brought them. We stacked them up there. Put a little sign in front of it with with little life books, which is the Gospel of John, free if you need it. And dude, they were flying. Yes. People so were coming. So many people needed. It. And it was like when they take it, if we had the opportunity to say, Hey, can we pray for you? So we got to pray with so many people um there was a a volunteer woman when we did our panel uh, while you guys were getting everything set up, while Nick was in the back, the real MVP, yeah. making our sound system yeah. actually yes, work with the very limited, like, three microphones that the con yeah. gave us. Yeah. Um, there, were, there was a woman in the back, and she was kind of the person at the door while people were coming into our panel. So I was at the door. I'm doing the same thing I do at church on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. like, trying to shake everybody's hand. I'm trying to meet everybody. I'm talking to people. So I struck up a little conversation with her, and she's like, yeah, really, really nice. And then she disappeared on us. She was supposed to give me a 10-minute warning. She left. Uh, gave me no 10-minute warning. But we still ended right on time but um 
later on, she came by our booth and we talked and we had a great conversation and she was helpful in kind of helping us to go and, and, and find some stuff in the center. And we just, we talked about church. We talked about loving Jesus. It was a, a great follow-up conversation. A woman came by named Becca and she told me about her friend, Maggie. She mm. said, she's like, I need you to tell me why I should love Jesus. She said, I have a friend named Maggie who loves Jesus and Maggie's constantly trying to tell me that I need to love Jesus too and I don't know why. I don't know why I should. Mm. And all of a sudden yes. it was like, well, this is, this is it. Like, <laughs> like it's uh, like, this is, this is game day right here. There's this no, there's no, for. this <laughs> is what we've trained for. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, all right, singularly focused every word that I say now, this is like bomb squad. Like everything that I say now is life or death for eternity. And I'm not putting the pressure that it's me. It's obviously the Holy spirit, but I'm like, I have to represent Jesus to someone who wants to make a decision here. Yeah. And, mm. and, and I like, all of a sudden, 160,000 people around us disappeared. And it was just me and Becca. And we had this conversation and I just poured out my heart. I said, this is my personal testimony. Mm -hmm. I can tell you why all the people tell you that you should believe in Jesus. And all those reasons are right and they're fine and they're good. But I can only tell you with conviction why I believe in Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. and I feel like the Holy Spirit would just just poured into my heart, like like how to be transparent and wow. honest and vulnerable and mm -hmm. not, not like you gotta believe because if you don't, you're gonna burn in a devil's hell. Yeah. It wasn't like that. I talked about the gaps in my life. I talked about the things that I tried to do to fill those gaps and how they didn't satisfy, how they only left me wanting more, how they just kind of rotted me out like a cavity and, and they were not designed to, to, to fill me or seal me, but they were just designed to perpetuate my needs. And, and I told her that Jesus is the only thing. He is the only one that has ever been able to satisfy those needs with any clarity, with any certainty, with any, and, and, I, and I just kind of began to share my vulnerability with her. And I, I really, I prayed, I, she did not choose to make a decision in that moment, but boy, I pray, and I pray for Maggie. I thank God for Maggie that yeah, she's God. trying to encourage Becca, but man, pray for Becca, you guys. Um, guy Becca named, was lovely too. Yeah, but a guy, guy named, named uh, Jace came by. And uh, Jace, we met last year, and he he talked to us. He said, "I'd love to do something like a, a church service out here." Uh, and we just we unfortunately did not get to partner with him to do that. But I give Jace full commendation that he reached out to Megacon mm -hmm. and he he led a church service on Sunday he morning, yeah, church service, yeah. bro. which was really cool that he got to do that. And I guess there was about forty people that were there. I was nice. I wasn't there because I was actually at. at my church service right and um that that people went and they worshiped and and mm -hmm. it was really 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 great from what i understood one of the young men who came to the booth who is cosplaying as the warlock from destiny yeah. he said that he was at the church service mm -hmm. and and then he was at our panel and all of these things and he was like i just really feel like god is moving at megacon wow and I, in that moment, was just able to encourage him. And the Lord gave me um, just a word of knowledge for him. And I was able to pray for him and his friend um, in California. But he was like, I was at that church service. And I just, I know that God is moving in this place. Wow. And opening up spaces yeah. for him to be there. Yeah. And, and 10 out of 10 for Jace, you know, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be hundred percent honest. I'm like, man, that dude, he, he stole, he stole our, our mega ministry. Like, he was, <laughs> no, not really. We're all on the same I, team. I, I was, that's what I was reminded. I'm like, Hey man, are you of Paul or are you of Apollos? Listen, man, I plant, they water. God gives the increase. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, who, the one who plants, the one who waters, they ain't nothing. It's only God who makes it work. So I'm, I'm all for everybody that wants to bring some Jesus. If they can do it with love, if they can do it with care, yeah. if they can do it with, with scriptural integrity, mm. uh, Hey, the more, 
the merrier because there's mm-hmm. 160,000 of them and there's only 10 of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's we, we can use uh, people like Jace and people who really want to do ministry out there. So so 10 out of 10 uh, and, and hopefully next year, uh, I'd love to team up with Jason and pour some resources into mm-hmm. it, even if we can't be there personally, uh, to bring encouragement and uh, bring whatever help we can. Uh, Xavier came out. I didn't get to meet him when he first came to the table, but I met him at our panel, and we met him last year, and he told us that after meeting us, he was inspired to use his art to draw, yeah. uh, to, to create his own book, and the book was yes. devotions yeah. that were paired God with drawings. Geeks, right? It yeah, was so, wonderful. Yeah, so you'd so have good. like a, a page with a drawing of, of, of Batman, and then he'd have Batman devotion on that yes. page. Or a drawing of Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, and he'd have, he'd have a devotion. Which we told him to get with Ryan Felton yeah, yes. about, about that. Really, really cool. So way to go, Xavier. That's awesome. Ooh, uh, we met cool. other content creators that, that do ministry. Uh, we met uh, the, the Finding God in Video Games, who I've been following on Twitter for a while. Uh, they came out to MegaCon, came to oh, yeah. And got to meet us. Uh, we met people that that were listeners to the show. We met uh, a guy named Eddie who actually visited our church in Longwood uh, last year, mm-hmm. and uh, he was at MegaCon. He got to come over and say, "Hey, I met a girl named Cole. C O A L. Cole, like um, like what burns." Um, hmm. And and we we got a, had a conversation about Spider Man. I had my iPad out there. I was drawing, um, and she stopped to see what I was drawing. I was drawing Spider Man, and uh, she's like, "I love Spider Man." We we started a great conversation about Spider Man, Spider Man villains, Spider Man movies, Spider Man uh, versions uh, in the multiverse, all the things like that. And she and and it just kind of seamlessly led to her asking questions about church and about God. What are you guys doing here? What's this all about? And um, she said, I just want to know if God can love me. Mm. And she told me that she is a she is a transgender girl. I don't know wh- what that means or which direction she's going with that. Uh, but but she said she just feels like that creates a barrier that makes her disqualified for no, God's love. No. And, uh, you know, you, you only have a minute with people. Mm. You only have a minute with them before they're moving on to the next thing. And every word has to be carefully measured. Every word has to be carefully delivered. And I pray for Cole. I pray that whatever we got to say to her in that moment, whatever I got to say to her in that moment when her friends were saying, come on, come on, let's go look at the next thing. She was asking a serious question yeah. and a question a question that had a, a, an eternal balance hanging over it. Um, if, if if Julia, if you were there, I would have sent you with her to be with her the rest of the day. You would have you you'd have had her yeah. you'd you'd have had her saved by the end of the day. No. <laughs> but um, oh. you know, you only have a minute. You can't. You want these people to be part of your lives. You know, you want you want to be able to walk with them and, and yeah. share with them. But um, in that moment, you, you have what you have. Um, two more quick stories, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll put the landing gear down. I know we've been talking for a long time. Uh, I met a woman named Christina on the last day. And uh, I had a box of snacks because, you know, we like to snack. Yeah, and snack. as I was drawing on the last day, I was noshing on a Twinkie. Ooh, yeah. and, uh, that this, same Twinkie? Just, no, no, no. I, no, this was a different Twinkie. Okay. Uh, so th- this, uh, she, she came by, Christina came by, um, a woman maybe about my age. Uh, she had some, some grown kids, I think. And um, 
she uh, I said, oh, don't judge me because I'm eating this Twinkie. And she goes, no, I wish I was eating a Twinkie. <laughs> well, as it turns out, I had pulled two Twinkies out of the mm-hmm. box. So oh, I said, Chris- I said, Christina, you know, if you ask, uh, you, you shall receive. And I went, boom. And I handed her a Twinkie. And, and her now- face lit up. I know. <laughs> she was so delighted by that. It was a wonderful Twinkie reaction. Yes. Uh, and so, so she stopped and we shared a Twinkie together and we talked about faith and we talked about uh, her kids and, and she brought her kids over to come meet us. It was just a great, encouraging conversation. She and her husband uh, had planted churches in the past. And oh, that's awesome. It was just really, really great to have that moment of encouragement. I mean, we just, we got mm-hmm. to chat for a long time. Uh, her her kids had asked a question, which I, I was so befuddled by. I'm still challenged by it. <laughs> if you had to choose, would you fight a crab the size of a bear yep. or would you fight Fifty bears the size of a crab. The bears the size of a crab. No, <laughs> wrong. What? There's too many of them coming at you. They could come at you from all you directions. You them. Not, no, they them. are bears. You guys, bears. Yeah, but can you imagine a crab like, the size of a bear? Yeah, but do then you know how big bears are. Yeah, They're I'd rather fight one of those. Would cut you in half. Only well, no one said I didn't have any tools or weapons. No, I you have nothing. No, you got it's, it's, it's a hand, your hand, bear hand. hands. Bear hands. Not your bear, not, not your bear hands. hands, but your bear, I bear hands. hands. I get bears in my hands, <laughs> and I would squeeze them. So yeah. you got to think. You got to think bigger, though. This is my thing: is if you beat that crab the size of a bear, you will eat like a king. <laughs> oh, that's good point. If you if you die at the hands of a crab the size of a bear, no one will judge you. But if you right. die at the hands of fifty bears that are the size of a crab. You will be embarrassed for the rest you, of your life. Embarrassed? Uh-huh. How do you get in the shell? Silly jokes with Alexandria. It's got a shell. That's the, all I'm saying. How do you get You in take the, off the eye stalks. <gasps> you just grab them and... Go ahead. I need someone to go ahead and mer- uh, bear, uh, melt me down a trough of hot creamery butter. Because I'm bringing home drain, seafood tonight. Drain the hot tub, honey. Guys, violence <laughs> is not the answer. Fill it with some Oh, uh, Anyway, that was fun. Uh, and, and, and and this is there, there's another story I don't even know that it's appropriate to tell <coughs> a man came by and we had a long conversation with him now now I, I will tell you this um, Saturday morning they made the announcement that if you wanted to be at Megacon next year as a vendor um, that you had to renew by Sunday at 7pm Wow. and um, I will just straight up be honest with you I can't afford it. <laughs> I, I, right. I could not afford it. All of my money was already in T-shirts and stickers in the booth. And uh, and we're, we're grateful. Again, so many people had, had invested. So like our, like our Megacon tables this year were, were taken care of by uh, some of our patrons and some Praise of our, our, uh, our, our Nerdy God Squad family members, Thank which you. were so grateful for their generosity. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you. moving forward for next year, we were just kind of in debt a little bit this year. And um, I said, I don't, I just don't think we can do it. We'll have to come up with a different strategy for next year. We won't be able to get a table, a home base, um, which is disappointing, but it is what it is. And uh, Saturday morning as we were setting up, and I'm just kind of sharing this with the team, Sheena said, well, we're just going to pray that God's just going to send somebody who's going to pay for our booth for next year. And I'm like, okay, and then we're going to go walk on water as an encore, right? <laughs> So, you know, we're talking with people throughout the day and this this gentleman comes by and, and, and he and I are having a conversation. We're just talking and, and he's beginning to share his life. He's he's not really there as a nerd. He's there because his kids are nerdy stuff and they, they you know, we're just we're just chatting a little bit. Um, and dude, I, t- I just took a shine at this guy, man. I like this guy. I like the cut of his jib. Um, you know, it, it, we're similar in ages uh, and, and, you know, just 
you, you just kind of click with somebody, right? Yeah, You're just yeah. like, yeah, I, I enjoy you, sir. And, uh, and he was chatting and sharing stories and showing pictures. And uh, he was telling kind of a story about how there was a, an event that he wanted to go to with a, a Christian speaker that he was inspired by. But he wasn't going to be able to go because he had to be in another place with his daughter at their you know beach house in, in New Jersey. And then uh, she ended up being delayed. So he did get an opportunity to go. And as it turns out, this event was a fundraiser. And uh, he's like, I have a foundation and we make donations to charitable organizations. And uh, he's like, I, I, I gave this amount of money and it was actually a significant amount of money. It was um, a financial investment to bring um, ultrasound, um, tra mobile ultrasound uh, to like abortion clinics. Wow. So women that wanted to go in and, and, and receive an abortion as healthcare could see and get a little bit more of a grasp of the the child that is growing inside of them before they made that choice um it wasn't compulsory it wasn't rude or offensive it was just an option mm -hmm. to kind of demonstrate visibly and tangibly uh the sanctity of life and 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 he his donation was able to kind of help make that thing happen which is pretty incredible yeah. um and he just kind of began talking about you know they do pretty well and and, and, I, and i'm not trying i i don't see people as resources i try not to but as he was talking I just felt like my heart went, what, what like like God was just speaking to me, going, um, ask this man for some money. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. That's this, that's a weird thing to do. Yeah, sir. Uh, by the way, um, and and as we're talking, I, I just I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I, I just couldn't do it. I'm like, this is that's weird. It's creepy. Other people kind of came up, and it just wasn't right. It wasn't right for me to say that. And um, and again, we were talking for maybe like 40 minutes. And uh, finally, he did, he's like, I just really love what you guys are doing here. This is, you know, I, I enjoy seeing this. And he goes, how much does one of these tables cost anyway? And I went, Lord, what are you doing here? What are, I'm like, it's almost like I'm looking up going, what is happening here? So I told him, I said, you know, it's this and this and this. And actually, we have to we have to make a decision on whether we're going to renew uh, by Sunday, you know, for next year, but it's, it's just a little costly. And this is all just kind of coming out of our pockets. And, you know, the people that listen to the show that want to help us out. And he goes, go ahead and renew today. I'm going to pay for your table for next year. Well, come on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The what? <laughs> the what? Wow. God and he said, yeah, yeah. He said, go ahead, go ahead and renew. You have my word. Um, so he, he took my information and then I realized this was Saturday April 1st and I went oh no if you know what I'm got him <laughs> so we actually we actually went that evening and we did renew in faith and I'm like if that was an April Fool's joke I'm, I'm just I'm glad to pay the money just because that was a great April Fool's joke and it was completely worth every dime 40 minutes setup my dude <laughs> my dude called me on Monday and he said here's the doom, 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 doom and and took care of it wow Praise God. Can you believe oh, it? Man. I mean, th th that was a long shot, ridiculous, crazy. We're praying. We're believing. Like, what are the odds that that's going to happen? <laughs> and a guy just comes up and he's like, yeah, I like what you guys are doing here. How about, how about this? If God wants you there, he's going to make a way. Yeah. 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 I mean. That's God's will right there. I mean. If God's moving like, you know, your friend Alexander that you met said he is. I know it's true. I can't imagine a world where he'd be like turning us away since like, I don't know, just like hearing all these stories and how faithful that everyone at this table has been. I wish I could have gone and hearing these stories are really inspiring to me. But like, 
as much as like that is really encouraging because as much as I might think something's a long shot in my life to hear that God, yeah. if God says it's going to happen, it's even if happen. you're feeling sheepish about asking, yeah. mm-hmm. like he's going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. God is faithful. That is crazy, but I'm not shocked. You know, I mean, I'm not shocked either, but it's at the same at the same time, it's it's shocking to see it happen, right? Yeah, you, know? yeah, you get to see and experience it and live it. And, and no, it wow. wasn't like I, I mean, I'm not a persuasive person. I'm I didn't I didn't rattle a, a, an offering bucket in front of anybody. I didn't just say, hey, we really you know, can right. you please help us. Actually, I had mentioned something to someone earlier that morning, and it was with a family that that does ministry, and they did actually make a a, a nice little donation to kind of help cover cover some of our costs, which was pretty amazing. But this guy just came out and outright just said yeah i'm gonna take care of it for you and uh so so i don't i don't even want to mention his name because that he doesn't seem to be the kind of guy that wants to get put over but i know who he is and more importantly the lord knows who he is yes. and uh, yes. man i just pray blessing and honor for for his faithfulness when we go to megacon we believe that uh, what ephesians 2 10 says is that we are god's handiwork we were created in christ jesus to do good works which god prepared in advance for us to do yeah. when we walk into that convention center i believe that there's already people and there's already opportunities that are set up there's already provision that's set up for us and all we have to do is we got to go follow blues clues we got to find mm-hmm. those opportunities and we have to be faithful with them so megacon is happening next year it's happening in february Ooh, uh, our wow. booth our booth is paid for we are locked in and ready to go i'm yes. going to submit an application so that we can do uh, another panel another podcast i'm going to oh, yeah. i'm going to submit an application so that we can even do a breakout teaching thing because i didn't know Ooh. that you were not limited to one so we'll, we're going to try to get in there and do a couple things on a couple different days and just be light and just be love to people that want to do it bible says in matthew 5 16 let your light shine before others so they can see your good works and give glory to your father is in heaven and why do we want to let our light shine acts 26 18 to open their eyes so they might turn from darkness to light from the power of satan to god and then they might receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith and that is what we are there for amen we want to be ready we want to be prepared we want to be prayed up we want to be able to give them an answer uh like first peter 3 says with to anyone who wants to know the reason for the hope that we have we want to do it with gentleness we want to do it with respect we want to speak it in the language that they know and uh and there there are people that are listening even right now who want to be a part of this and i'm not asking for uh anything but prayers and if you want to be here, Scott Scott Higa came from California. The the White Sides came from Kansas. Look, don't be limited. Come and be a part of this because yeah. I believe that the Spirit of God is moving at Megacon. And why why not? Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of our this very long but very exciting conversation yeah. uh, about Megacon. And um and and please. Please just just praise God with us. You know, the time for praying for next year is at hand. But but in this moment, we just want to celebrate together that he's done some remarkable things. I wanted to say thank you so much to the White Sides. I want to say thank you to all of those Patreon sponsors. Again, when we say your name, we're not just saying your name uh, because we like the sound of like Stephen De La Rosa, right? Like we're, we say your and name. We do. But... <laughs> we do. But we just want to acknowledge you, like your faithfulness, even if it's a, if it's like $3 a month, boy, that makes a big difference in yes. helping what we do because I we don't just do this for funsies, man. We do this because we believe that this this helps people, that this encourages people, that this yeah. gives people a place to belong and a, a community to, to be a part of. Whether you're listening to this podcast or you're part of the Nog Squad on Facebook, or whether you're part of Vault Thirty One or or the Fight Club on on uh, Discord, uh, which are awesome small groups. In fact, right now while we're recording, they're having a movie night on Vault Thirty One. <gasps> oh, Liz couldn't are. be with us. What, what are what are Missing what are we watching? It. Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, and Ooh. you know movie movies 
and discussions. I know that it's, they're having a little Bible study after. Like this is real community that's happening and real lives from all across the country and beyond that are being blessed because of this, and we get to be a part of it. I thank God for that. I thank God for Nick, who yeah. uh, who who came out to use his expertise. He doesn't get to be on the microphone. He doesn't come out here to showcase and be the star. He comes out to serve and to be a part of the team. And he doesn't get enough credit for what he does. Nick, we salute you, man. Thank you, thank brother. You. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for all of you guys, I know a lot of you would couldn't make it out to MegaCon when you found out we were doing a panel and I'm going to believe uh, that you did it for altruistic reasons but <laughs> a lot of you guys took off work you know Alexandria came out on a Sunday morning Oliver missed church on a Sunday morning when we were giving out free barbecue and uh, came out <laughs> I brought you some barbecue it was good too it really was uh, and chicken adobo and we had chicken adobo for the Philippines Filipino we, uh, chicken adobo you, you guys uh, Alexandria and Oliver man I can't thank you enough you guys came out and, and held that down for us on Sunday morning when, when we couldn't be there and um, and and boy, that's huge for me. I, I want to thank everybody who was a part of it, Lismati and and Charlotte and Stephen. Um, I do especially a uh, Christian as well, MegaCon Liz. Yeah. I, I do especially want to thank though. I really do. I want to thank Sunday Cool who helped us make these awesome and ridiculously yes. comfortable shirts. Um, mm. If you these, I, I'm telling you what, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I hate that I'm gonna say this. I put on one of our old. I was wearing one of our old shirts from last year. And then I, I took it off and I switched over to one of our new shirts. I was like, oh, this is so much nicer. This is like wearing a soft little cloud. Um, dude, go on to uh, nerdyguidecast.com, click on the store, and, and get one of these shirts while we still have them. They're so cool, and they're amazing conversation starters yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for people uh, to, to look and see and go, oh, what, what is that all about? Then you, Now you're telling them about Jesus. You're looking for a way to share your faith. And they're gorgeous, and they pop. They're really cool. Yeah, and you can find you can find all of our shirts on there. They, uh, Sunday Cool did the, uh, the, the new Jesus Loves You 3000. They did last year's Geek Pray Love shirts in gray and in blue, and they did our Jesus Loves You in Every Universe shirts from this year plus we got a ton of stickers and stuff like that on there i love our stickers they're so yeah, yeah. so sticker so cool. packs are really cool too. yeah they're it, yeah you get a sticker pack i don't know that we have the sticker packs online but maybe i can fix that but um but i i do want to really honestly especially honor and say thank you to uh to sheena who yes. uh, my, yeah. my, my wife yes who um boy she she didn't sign up for this uh, and this is not just this podcast. This is just ministry in general. She didn't. She didn't sign up to pastor a church. She didn't sign up to go into a convention. But boy, she stepped up. She was so conversational. She was so out of her comfort zone uh, in helping to prepare and plan and and take care of all these different things. What not a only queen. not only just in this con, but in, in doing all of our church business, kind of running at the same time. Yes, she's um, the backbone. I'm telling you, like yeah. the, she, she, she she's the brain, the feet, the heart, the hands, the backbone. Uh, she's She's everything, the whole thing. So, man, I credit where credit's due. I just want to say, uh, Sheena, you are, um, you're awesome, and yeah. thank you. Yes, she is. As yep. Ollie would say, you are fabulous. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is all the time that we have for today, you guys. I mean, I, I wish that we could sit here and keep chatting about it. I mean, I could I could literally do this all day, but um, but we are we are out of time, and uh, I, I I hope that we get to talk more about this. We're already looking forward to next year. Uh, new ideas, new ways to innovate, new ways to bring the gospel to people in fun and accessible ways. So we'll we'll, we'll have some side quests and different things like That's that. Pretty cool. Fun ways to get people connected to the message and the mission, uh, and uh, and that's it. Well, that is all the time that we have for today, Julia. Thank you for coming back from the wasteland of Atlanta. 
Yay. To be with us tonight. It's always <laughs> always a better time when you are here. Uh, so for uh, for all of us here at the Nerd of Godcast, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Please like, share, subscribe, leave us a review. We love stars, especially when they come in one, two, three, four, fives. And we will see you guys next time right here. Alexandria Marica. So long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> Julia Cameron Galazzo. Bye, friends. Quentin Gregory Neff. Thank God and thank God for you, all of our listeners, old and brand new. Jamaican Ollie. Bye, guys. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't gots to go home. But, but we, we can't stay here. I was his muse on Uncle John. <laughs> I, <laughs> I forgot about that. Next year, can our best thing ever be memes? Ooh. Classic memes. Classic vines. <gasps> Look <gasps> at all those chickens. Hurricane. Road work ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, I hope, hope so. That's not <laughs> what it goes. Hurricane Katrina, it. more like Hurricane, Hurricane Tortilla. Tortilla. Oh, yeah, so what are you trying to say? Oh. Road work up ahead. Yeah, I sure hope it does. Yeah, yeah we're not going to do that, I don't think. I think that we just exhausted the, the charm of that bit right here in this question of should we do it? No, 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 no. There's one more. I want to be famous. That little girl? Yeah. No? No, yeah, no, no. Oh, okay. Have you ever had a maybe a dream and then you could and then and then uh -huh, and then you could and then maybe and then if you ever have you ever had then you could that you could do anything you wanted to <laughs> you could do anything. hey can i have some of that oh yeah only a spoonful breaks out the big spoon